Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. When you've got that massive historic PFL versus Bellator card, it is a big one. It's a pay-per-view. It's PFL champs versus Bellator champs and PFL stars versus Bellator stars. Historical night. First time in MMA history that a place like this is hosting Saudi Arabia, a big MMA card. It's, in fact, the first major MMA event to take place in Saudi Arabia and the first cross-promotional event between both PFL and Bellator with former champions and current champions colliding in one epic night. The headliner, like I said earlier, is Henan La Problema Fejera going up against Ryan Bader. They go toe-to-toe in a fight that I think will determine who Francis Ngannou will fight in his PFL debut. That's the plan. And I wouldn't be surprised if they announce that that seems to be the direction. So stay tuned. Also, as we said earlier, Johnny Evelyn against Impa Kasangane. They did save Patricio Pitbull. He's going to remain on the card. Aaron Pico as well. Clarissa Shields on the card. Yoel Romero. Um, Tiago Santos. Whole bunch of big names. It's all going down this Saturday, February 24th, live on ESPN Plus Pay-Per-View and DAZN. That's ESPN Plus Pay-Per-View. Or DAZN. It's the Mixed Martial Arts Hour with... The Mixed Martial Arts Hour is back in your life on this Tuesday, July 12th, 2022. Hello again, everyone. I sure hope you're doing well. Nice to see you on a Tuesday. We don't usually do this on a Tuesday, but it is so great to be here. I am so excited about today's show. We have done this just twice before in the history, 13-year history of this program. We have done this twice before, 2016, 2017. Two of our most memorable, popular shows in the history of this program. We're back on a special Tuesday edition. We were here yesterday. We're back tomorrow, regular show. I was at MSG this morning hosting a little press conference at the world's most famous arena, but this, my friends, is the main event. We have done this twice before, like I said, and we've only done it with one person. We do it for a third time here today. You know why we're here. You know why we're here, 4.30 Eastern, 1.30 Pacific, 9.30 in England. You know who we're about to talk to, one of the most talked about men in the sport of MMA, one of the biggest stars in the history of the sport, a man who we have not seen compete since June of 2021, over a year A lot of questions need to be answered today by one Nathan Diaz, the pride of Stockton, the pride of the 209. And in a matter of seconds, we shall say hello to him. As always, we are brought to you by our good friends over at DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook is the official sports betting partner of not only the UFC, but the Ultimate Fighting Championship and the MMA Hour as well. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use code Hour for a special offer when you sign up again. That's code Hour only at DraftKings Sportsbook. So like I said, we've done this twice before. Everyone's waiting, bated breath. They want to know if he's here. He doesn't do a lot of these. We were hobnobbing it up in Las Vegas. We were doing a little Hawani boxing just a couple of weeks ago. 
but we did it in 2016. We did it in 2017. We do it now in 2022. We speak now. We say hello now. We introduce now the incomparable, the inimitable, the one and only Nathan Diaz. There he is. My man. What's up, What's Nathan? Up? How you doing? It's good to see you again. It's good to be seen. <laughs> Shout out to Chael Sonnen. He said that to me way back yeah. in the day. That's a good line. That's a good line. Uh, this is tremendous. I'm getting, uh, I'm getting nostalgic here. Like I said, we did this in 2016 after the first Connor fight. We did it in 2017. We're back here five years later. This is, uh, this is a big deal. A lot of people are waiting for this. A lot of people have been waiting to hear from you. We've seen the tweets. We've been following the story for a year. I appreciate you doing this very much, my friend. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, so let's get into it. Uh, I think the question that, I, that I, I suspect most people want to know the answer to is this. You have not fought since June 12, 2021. You appear to be healthy. It appears as though you have been healthy since June 12, 2021. Since that fight against Leon Edwards, it didn't seem like you had, you know, many bumps and bruises after that fight, right? Why haven't you fought since June 12, 2021? Why have we not seen you fight for over 13 months now? And if you can uh, just pan up the, 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 the camera just a little bit because your face is getting cut off. Just pan it up just a smidge. There we go. That's perfect. Why? A little bit down, a little bit. I want to get you nice and centered. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. Okay. Why haven't you fought, Nathan, since June of 2021? That was, uh, that was my last fight, June, right? Yeah. That my last fight, June? Uh, I've been working on it. I've been, I was trying to... A month or two went by and I was ready to go. And uh, I asked for several fights, but uh, I got held up. I'm getting held up. We haven't seen a story like this before because you have one fight left on your contract and it seems as though they are, for whatever reason, not giving you that fight. Do you feel frustrated? Do you feel like you are being iced out? How are you feeling about this situation? Prime of your career, 13 months, no fight. Yeah, I've been held up for for everybody since the last fight. I've been trying to get get this fight going, but um, they don't want to let me out. They don't want to let me out of the contract. So it's just fucking going on and on and on, and I'm ready to rock. After that Leon Edwards fight, when did you want to return? If it was up to you, when would you have come back? Uh, probably, probably, probably four months after that would have been good. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't fought whenever too much, too much afterwards. Well, I wouldn't even be healed because I had a cut. So I, I was, uh, but probably four months, I would have been good to go. And I wasn't pushing the issue. I figured that it would have just kind of started happening. Uh, I don't know why I figured that, but I was, I, I figured that they were, we would keep the ball rolling because uh, I was already out for a while. I was out for a while. And I realized, uh, I realized lately that uh all the time that i was off they wanted me off they wanted me to linger in contract rather than let, let me be out on my own doing some you know what i'm saying if i wasn't fine they were fine with it because because um they were okay with me not fighting because i'd be i'm still in contracts you know and i want to be out doing something somewhere else and uh i think that's what they wanted me and, and to confirm, you have one fight left on your deal, right? I do. Okay. 
uh, in that four-month period, so we're talking, you know, June to October or so, did they offer you any fights? Did you have any conversations or your management had any conversations with them about you coming back in the, the, the back end of 2021? Um, one more time. I'm sorry. Okay. Sorry about that. No problem. Um, so, so you said that you were ready to go within four months. Did you have conversations with them? Did they offer you anyone between June... October, November, like back end of 2021. Were there any serious talks about you coming back? They haven't offered me anybody. I've been I've been asking for fights since um, since whenever. I mean, I, I asked for a lot of fights. I asked for I asked for uh, I asked for um, I asked for who did I asked for? I asked for Luke Gay. I asked for Tony Ferguson. I asked for. Um, I asked for like four or five people. Yeah, the whole time I was out, and that, and there was like never, there was no, there was no go on their side. And then they finally offered me the Hamza, and then I gave a little what the fuck, and then I, and then I was like, all right, well, why not? Let's just get it done with, get it over with. And I asked for the Hamza fight, and then all kinds of excuses started happening. But remember, I was like, I want December, I want January, yes. I want March, I want all these things. Yeah, I, I actually, I, I went through your Twitter. Last night, all the way back to the Leon Edwards fight, and I counted over ten instances where it's like December, January, March, where you keep saying, "Give me a fight, I'm ready to go, I'm ready to go." And uh, I mean, it goes, it's right there. And so it, it seemed like you kept asking for a fight. I think the question that everyone wants to know the answer to is, why aren't you getting a fight? Why are they not? I mean, you're one of the biggest stars, you're one of the biggest draws in the sport in the history of the sport. Wouldn't they be excited if that guy wants to fight? Why aren't you getting this fight? Yeah, I was trying to get the show on the road, but they don't want me out of contract, and they're keeping me in, and they're holding me hostage, and I want to get, I want out. That's my main objective here. <clears throat> it's been a, it's been a big objective of mine since I don't know what year it was, but before I fought Ben Henderson. When did I fight Ben Henderson? Does it, can anyone find that out? Yeah, that was UFC on Fox Five, I believe, uh, end of two thousand. Yeah, twelve. <laughs> Not even a Fox deal anymore. Five years. Yeah. That was 2012. December of 2012. If memory serves me correct. When I started for that fight, that's when everything changed in the whole, in, in the whole, the whole thing. I was always fighting and doing my thing. And then I wondered back then, I said to myself, <clears throat> I said to myself, uh, what the fuck did I just sign a contract up to fight for fucking low ball pay for eight fights? Way back then, uh, for a lightweight title, a lightweight title fight, I felt like the uh, best fighters in the world. I felt like the best fighters. I feel like the best anything in the world is getting paid a lot of fucking money: golf, tennis, football, basketball, baseball, any sport. Right? I felt like this is one of the hottest sports. I felt at the time in 2012, 12, right? Yeah, I felt like that was the. Uh, yeah, it's the most entertaining sport in the world. You know what I'm saying? You got football players and basketball players and actors and all these people in uh, uh, in the stands front row watching me fight, and then I'm fighting for a title at for for I'm supposed to fight for a title at, for forty five thousand to show and forty five thousand to win. And I fl- I flipped out right then, just sitting there trying to sleep after they after I got convinced to sign this contract, and I was like, what the fuck? 
I don't think I'm the fucking smartest guy in the world, but how come I'm the only one that's about to say, what the fuck, fuck that, you know? And uh, so I started spinning all the, the fuck you at him, and I went back, my, my boy Mike Hogan took me right up in there. Uh, at the time, I, I, I met Mike Hogan, and we, we had been friends for a couple of years, and he's like, he's like uh, and I was talking to him, I'm like, fuck this and fuck that, hey, oh, let's go back in there, I'll get this fixed for you. Uh, if you want to, if not, whatever, fuck it, fight, fight for Brendan. I'm like, I don't know, fuck, let's go back in there. So uh, he took me in there and he like doubled, tripled my, my paycheck times fucking times three or four. I was like, okay, well, that's way better. But even still, I felt God, you know, because I'm like, we're friends for the number one spot in the, in the world, right? As far as I'm concerned, that's the baddest position that anybody could be in in any sport, you know, the best fighter in the world. And um, so that's when everything changed for me. Everything started, everything started being like, you know, fuck this and fuck that, and fuck Reebok and fuck uh, everything that got to do with whatever you guys got to do. And ever since then, <laughs> I've got raise after raise after raise after raise. <laughs> Yes, you, and, uh, you had the Connor fight, you had the Connor rematch. It appears as though the pay has gone up. So why why are you unhappy? Why why do you go back to 2012, and why does that stick out in your mind as a, a frustrating point in the? What I was saying was, now I'm back. The question is that was my objective was to get out of my contract this whole time. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it's been a long time. I'm going to say right now that I'm the, I have I know it. I know that I have the longest UFC career of any. UFC fighter of all time. I've I've been in the, in the UFC the longest as of straight straight like BJ Penn was in at the beginning, but he went off and did Rumble on the Rock and did all the all the cool stuff and different things and he came back and then Nick was there and then Nick left and he came back and he did you know and then people were in and out and then you got George St. Pierre doing his thing for a long time, but now he's been gone for a long time and then you got anybody I, I could think of. You got Diego Sanchez there a long time, but he just got dropped too. He just got dropped and like, I'm still in here. I'm the only one stuck in here this whole time. And uh, my objective is to accomplish the mission. I want to get out of my contract. And uh, they're, they're, they're slow on me. They're trying to they're trying to keep me in contract. And uh, I've been doing all I can. I've never asked for so many fights in my life. You know, mm. usually I'm handed fights. And uh, since I fought Connor, it's been like, I got to go and ain't no one's going to make it happen, but me, I got to go make my own fights happen. And even right now when I'm trying to, trying to make them happen, they're not letting me, they're not letting me, let me get in there and finish my contract. Do, do you, and go ahead. I was wondering, do you have a contract, a new contract offer on the table from them right now? Are they offering you a new deal? So for the last six, five, six, seven months, however long, when I'm asking for a fight, they offer me more money. They offer me more money. And they offer me more money. And I'm like, I'm at a point in my career, in my life, where I don't want any more money. I just want to depart. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm over I'm over the whole... <clears throat> I'm over the whole UFC um, uh, roster as of right now. All, all the guys uh, that, they're, that they can offer or I'm even asking for, everybody's been used and abused. It's a recycled division. It's a re recycled, the lightweight, welterweight division, all recycled guys. I feel like there's nobody worthy 
uh, there's no worthy opponents for me at the moment. So I need, I want to step out for a while and, and recover uh, from this whole shit. And uh, when the time is right, <clears throat> when there's a whole new batch of guys in here doing something good, that's when I'll be back. Because it, it happens like that through my whole career. Like I said, I'm the longest. I've been in UFC the longest, and as I uh, as it goes, as time goes by, people come in and they come out. They're weeded in and out. Like even G- that's what I was saying about JP. JP was here for so long, right? And he's supposed to be the goat. And the Anderson Silver, they're supposed to be the goats. And they're like, that's what who they're projecting is. So that's not how I think it is. But like. These guys are in, and it can only take so long. I mean, the same with them. I feel the same way for them. They don't have nothing to do. They don't have nothing else to do here, and that's where I'm at in my career. I don't feel like I have anything else to do in UFC. Uh, just I'm cur- ready to move on. Just curious, the offers that they're giving you right now, is this the most money that you have been offered to fight in the UFC? Money that they're offering me right now, that they've been offering, they offered me five offers ago. Yeah. It's more money than any fighter in the UFC ever. Wow. And it's more, it has been, and before the offer, I was getting paid more than any of the title holders, anybody, anyone, maybe not Connor, but that's a different story. You know what I'm saying? They gave all that to him. That's different. We ain't getting all that. But, but I get, but I'm like, <clears throat> it's, I don't want no, I don't want no more money. I want, I want to go do different stuff. I want to, I want to, I want there's stuff out there for me to do. And they, they, I went in there and talked to them. And it's with all due respect because I, 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 I respect and I appreciate the UFC. And I love that <clears throat> uh, the platform they have for me to build build everything I got got going. But I also did it against all odds. You know, everybody, I've been I've been uh, devalued the whole time. People have been built off me left and right. Everybody at fight gets a title fight. Who's the next title fight? Yeah. And then who was his last fight? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is reoccurring. This is reoccurring. And um, they're gonna not like like I said, I appreciate UFC, but I'm 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 fucking <clears throat> they're valuing me in private, but I'm devalued to the public. You know what I'm saying? I've never been like, oh well, I, I even heard somebody say, Well, I don't know why he would fight this guy. That doesn't make sense because the the numbers, the numbers, let me tell you something about the numbers. If you got your ass knocked the fuck out or choked the fuck fuck out like everybody in the lightweight and welterweight division your last place i don't care what your number is next to mine because they put the number there that's control you know what i'm saying i'm i'm the like i said i have the longest career the least amount of getting taken out by anybody these motherfuckers all get slept and, and knocked out and, and choked left and right and uh i've been here this long and i'm more potent now than i was on day one i was the ultimate i won the ultimate fighter in the beginning and I've been hot the whole time. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Who does it? I am. The, I'm the ultimate fighter of the whole. Everybody. There's nobody even in the UFC that is, is like they asked me. They sent me down, and they're like, "Okay, well, we want you with." with then it's like, "I want you with me till you retire." I want you with me to retire. I said, "Hey, good," because I don't plan on retiring. You know what I'm saying? I don't plan on retiring ever, and. And the same thing, I feel younger than ever, too. I feel good, and I'm racing better than ever, fighting better than ever, fucking people up easier because they got less experience than me. It's like the good guys ain't even good anymore, you know? So uh, I have no plan on going anywhere, 
and uh, he's like, well, what, 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 what do you want? And I like, I want, I want, I want to leave. And he offered me this money, and he talked about these fights and this fight, and we could do this fight. I said, like, the biggest thing that could happen for me, for me, is to depart. That's my biggest. That's the biggest thing in my life that I could do right now, and that's all I want to do. And um. <clears throat> I'm getting, I'm getting sidelined left and right. And now I'm turning down Hamza. That's what I'm saying. I'm devalued, but they're offering me all the money in the world. But the only one who turned down the fight is Hamza, for one. So that's the only fight they've offered. And why would they offer that fight? Because they want me to build another star like I've done in the past. Everybody that fight gets a title fight. So why? Like, you have to really check the history books, though. Like, look at, look at, uh, I fight Josh Thompson. He's getting title fights, and I fight, uh, or maybe a fight or two later, I fight Graham Minner. He's getting title fights. Anybody I'm fighting back in the day, they're all getting title fights. And look, at I, I made George Masvidal. He was going to retire any second and uh, <clears throat> brought him back to life. And uh, look what I do to people. You know what I'm saying? I can, and so so the devalue I'm getting from the company is uh, uh, it's time for me to devalue back. You know, I'm over this for a while. I need, to, I need a new batch of guys. And they'll be here soon because they've been. Remember Rick's story? Jake Allenberger, remember Josh Koscheck, remember I've been through all these eras. Remember fucking everybody. Uh, I'm still here, still better than ever. Like I said, and uh, I'm ready to move the fuck on. When you tell Dana White, my message. This is my message to the UFC because I've told them. I've told them. That's what I told them. My biggest plan was to do departure. And all right, well, let's get you going. And uh, all right, well, what's up? And they're like fucking uh. Hamza and I was like, okay, we'll fucking. Uh, at first, I was like, why do you want me to fight him? The same reason why they wanted me to fight Khabib when he was brand ass new. Khabib's a fucking little bitch too. Khabib just went was like, who did he beat for the title? He got Justin Poirier and Justin Gaethje. They both been finished off over and over the same way that he beat him. It's like you ain't no good. You were a scared fighter, scared of fighting the whole time, and now you're in the Hall of Fame or something. I was here before the Hall of Fame even showed up, actually. Now you're a Hall of Famer, like whatever. I don't even want to nothing to do with the Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame is a joke too, but but uh, the Ultimate Fighter, right? Ultimate. Nathan, when you tell Dana White, "Let me go. I want my freedom," he says, "What do you want? I want my freedom." What does he then respond with? Like, what does he say when you say you want out? So, so in the meet in our last meeting, and he goes, he goes, "All right, well, let's get you out here. I guess let's talk in a few." And then him and Hunter ran out of the building. And then I went in the back and took a piss on the building. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, maybe you're not going to let me go. I just got to deal with this more like I've been. Like, repetitively fucking trying to get the fuck out. Like, it's my main concern of every day. I train every day. I wake up, I train, and I try to figure out how to deal with it. Without being having to go on the interview and spit it to my, like it's nobody's business but now i got to make it other people's business because i need some backup here can somebody tell these motherfuckers give me a fight anybody anyone i even fucking took palms out of the fucking bad matchup because he's fucking gonna hold on to everybody's leg for the whole fucking fight brand ass and i'm gonna make a star of this guy who i don't fucking like and he don't fucking like me but um my patience is over that's why you know what i'm saying i'm done with it i'm done with this shit you know, with all due respect, like I, I don't want to not be in the UFC either. I, I just don't want to. I want to finish my 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 mission that I've been on for a long time, mm. and for a long time. You've seen everything. I've been like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck this, and fuck that. 
And what did it do? Got me raised after raise after raise. Motherfuckers be sitting there doing what they're told all the time. But you got to, you got to say, you got to say what you got to say if you don't get something done. We love our friends over at Factor. I've told you about our friends over at Factor. They are great people and support for today's program comes from Factor. So what exactly is Factor? Okay, let me tell you. Having trouble finding the time to eat better or maybe getting decision fatigue, picking out the right foods, Factor's ready-to-eat meals can make the whole thing easy by delivering pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals right to your door. Whether you're on a keto diet, a vegan diet, or just trying to keep track of calories, Factor has over 35 different options a week to choose from catered to your needs. Plus, their meals are ready in just two minutes. Just two freaking minutes so you don't need to worry about cooking. In addition to ready-to-eat meals, they have cold-pressed juices, smoothies, energy bites, my favorite, extra protein, veggie sides, and a whole lot more. You can head to factormeals.com slash MMAHour50. That's factormeals.com slash MMAHour50 and use the code MMAHour50. That's MMAHour50 to get 50% off your first box and two free wellness shots per box while subscription is active. That's code MMAHour50 at factormeals.com slash MMAHour50 to get, once again, 50% off your first box and two free wellness shots per box while subscription is active. Thank you very much to our good friends over at Factor for their support. Thank you to DraftKings as well for their support. So recently, Dana spoke to uh, the Mac Life. He spoke to Oscar Willis, and he essentially said that, look, uh, Never you know, heard him. <laughs> he said, <laughs> no, he yeah. said, uh, let's be honest. This is the quote. Nate's won one fight in the last five or six years. You know what? When these guys get into these positions, you've got guys that have been with us for a long time that we respect, that we care about. You know, you've got Cerrone, Pettis before he left, and you've got Nate Diaz and Nick Diaz still under contract. And he basically goes on to say, we're trying to figure this thing out with him. He continues, he probably should go on and fight Jake Paul. That's a fight that makes sense. So he's he's saying to the world, you should probably go and do this. But yet you're saying behind the scenes, they're not letting you go do this. I'm going to give you whatever you want, whatever you need. And I'm like, I want to depart. I can't, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do that shit no more. And yeah, that's the devalue I'm talking about. Like, you're going to go behind doors and tell everybody how, like, I, I feel like I've really, I feel like I've outgrown this whole, the whole, the whole shit. You know what I'm saying? At least I need to take, a, I need to take a five minute break for some people to catch up. Mm. You know what I'm I have, and they asked me, and they said, I was like, look, I don't want this. What I said, I said, look, I don't want anything. I don't want to, no more money. I want to move on. I want to go do my own thing. And I say, I'm going to make whatever money I'm going to make. I'm going to make more than that out of here. I just need to be out. Of, I need to go. Uh, with all due respect, can I get the fuck going? And, and then he's like, he's like well, I, and he's talking about matchups and they're talking about matchups. And I'm like, I'm like, listen, there's nobody in your organization that I want to fight. Nobody's fucking any good or cool. That I said, I said, well, there's a lot. There's, there's everybody's good and tough, you know what I'm saying. But it's like, like I said, I've fucking been here for too long. I'm like, I don't want to fight no new guys that that haven't been knocked out and slept all over the place for one. And then for two, I said the only worthy opponents they have here for me is fucking uh, Francis Ngannou or 
honest, honest. With all due respect, because I don't even want to fight. I don't want to fight those guys. I like those guys a lot. You know what I'm saying? But if I want to, if I'm going to fight anybody, it's going to be somebody who's done some great like those fuckers. So, and then, and then that's when they wrapped up the meeting. They were like, we got to go. They jetted out. The, they left me in, the, in their office. I was about to steal some shit, but I couldn't find anything that cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I had to piss on the backyard. Can I ask you, uh, is the reason why you want to leave now because you want to fight Jake Paul? I want to fight everybody who, who look at, check this out. I want to fight everybody that's fucking, uh, I would like to fight. How do I say this? I feel like if I wasn't stuck in the OC from when I was 21 years old, just a kid, it's 17, 16, 17, I started fighting, training, smokers, fighting, got right in the, up in the UFC. And ever since then, I've been, I've been in contract after contract after contract. Until I was leading my own ship, now I'm like, I'm like, okay, I got to fucking get out this contract. You know what I'm saying? I still ain't even accomplished that mission, but I still ended up, ended up, and ended up more than everybody. Top dog. And they're, like I said, devalued. They won't say that. No one says that. And I saw a fucking magic dog. So I got the second biggest predator in that. Get the fuck out of here. Fucking brand new ass. But, but before I was on a, I was on a mission to be the fucking world. I was a jiu-jitsu world champion, like BJ Penn, like Fernando Margarita, like fucking all the, all the old school guys, like Jacare, like all the dope. The, I was going to be a world champion jiu-jitsu. Uh, practitioner but i had to fight people because i had to I, I had to buy food <laughs> i had to eat you know what i'm saying and then uh as far as boxing came i smoked every boxer that came along when i was 17 18 19 years old i was ready to box too at the same time i was starting mma but mma was more popping because it was kicking off right then there was more shows left and right and i was more more connected to mma industry than the boxing industry so i started in mma and uh, and fucking uh, I ended up fighting. I got stuck in a cage. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm just as much a boxer as I am an MMA fighter. I'm just as much a jujitsu guy as I'm an MMA fighter. I'm pretty much just a wrestler as much. But but what people don't understand though, too, all the critics on the outside of the boxing community, the wrestling community, the jujitsu community, what they don't understand is that uh. Because there's a lot of criticism from each one. You know what I'm saying? The jiu-jitsu is not that good. His boxing is not that good. And all, all MMA fighters, not just me. But but it's a lot harder to do all those things. It's a lot harder to do all those things, all those things when um when you're when you're doing everything. Because like, for instance, if you're if you if you're fucking if I was in a boxing match, right? With the best boxer in the world, I don't care who it is, heavyweight, anything, anyway, anybody, the best is best. Give me an example for the best boxers: Canelo, uh, uh, Triple G, Curry, Joshua, all these motherfuckers, all them motherfuckers too. Uh, <laughs> give me one other tool other than boxing: leg kick. Only a leg kick, only a stomach kick, only a takedown. 
any of those things. Them motherfuckers can't box no more. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I boot you in a leg, you can't stand up. You're blocking your leg now. I don't know how. And I'm fucking dinking on your head. So don't criticize my boxing when I'm dealing with the whole package. You know what hmm. I'm saying? And the same thing with jujitsu. You be the best jujitsu guy in the world. I smack you with an elbow in the face when you're in half guard. You ain't got no sweeps no more. You ain't got no moves no more. Your shit's cut open and I'm beating your ass. So I would have been a world champion in jiu-jitsu. I would have been a fucking boxing champion. I would have been whatever champion, but I did the whole package. You know what I'm saying? And this is to all the industries who think they know something. And uh, I've been stuck in a cage. I've been doing hard shit the whole time. And still ain't nobody finishing me off ever in that. So I have no doubt in my mind that if I if I don't get out of my, my contract, that I'm going to take over something, no matter what it is. Jake Paul, fucking, who's the best jiu-jitsu guy right now? Gordon Ryan, <laughs> fucking uh, uh, boxing. I, I love Canelo, something like that. But Triple G, I fucking box his ass too. Fucking anybody. The you know reason what I'm the, uh, McGregor was too amateur to be fighting Floyd Mayweather. You know what I'm saying? And my, Floyd Mayweather went and did. He thought, oh, I know how to fight him. Look at when they did. That's how you fight him. Blueprint. Beat his ass hella easy. Made him punch himself out. Tenth round, beat his ass. Didn't I do that right before him? That's exactly what I did. I'm like, and then now they're like Floyd Mayweather, and then and then he went and got knocked out. Didn't even learn, and then he went and got choked by Khabib. Like he didn't learn. He didn't learn how to not get choked. He should have done. If he would have finished the trilogy with me, he would have fucking he would have uh, learned how to not get choked. You know, if he if he would have uh, finished the trilogy with me, he would have learned how to not punch himself out, and make it through the line with Mayweather. You know what I'm saying? He could have got better, but he just. He jumped the line. He skipped through and they helped it. No one ain't helped me the whole time. I've been relevant in this sport the whole time. <clears throat> and I'm the most relevant still uh, without trying. I don't even ever fight. Fight once a year and I took three years off and I still have records. Like I'm still like fighting night top two or some shit like that. I still have like the most fights there and I ain't done shit in five years. I used to fight every three to five times every year, but the UFC has been holding me back from getting on when I'm getting, I'm getting on. You know what I'm saying? So, as far as I'm concerned, I'm the best fighter to ever step in the UFC. If no one else can't hang this long, this is a war that I ain't, ain't quitting at, and everybody else is, and can't hang in the whole shit. Good for that. I appreciate it. They, they want you to fight Connor for a third time, but it's 2022. Your second fight was in August of 2016. Why has it taken six years for this offer now to seriously come? Why did it take so long? They don't want to let me go. They don't want to let me out of this contract because they want me to fight Connor. That's yes. what's happening. They don't want me out without finishing that fight up. I'm not fighting Connor McGregor right now. Our timelines aren't matching up. You didn't fight me when you were supposed to fight me. I'm not fighting you right now. I'm supposed to bring you back to life before I go. You bring yourself back to life and then I'll be back later because I got shit to do. You know what I'm saying? What's he going to do? Fight somebody who got knocked on the ass, knocked out against a guy who just got his leg ass broken all over the place and got knocked out the fight before. I never got knocked out. I never, I'm still in the running. Everybody else is in last place. And then anybody who's like a champion with their ego trying to be like, I'm not calling him out. I'm the champion. You ain't shit. You ain't even been here until five minutes ago. 
You know what I'm saying? You're going to retire too soon, just like George St. Pierre did. I'm not dissing knocking George St. Pierre. George St. Pierre did a lot of good stuff for a long time, but you know what I'm saying? That was, they're not going to be out here that long. He's repeating it to the division too right now, isn't he? Usman and fucking, uh, is Adesanya too? Yeah, well, I decided he just fought Cannonier, but Usman's fought a couple of guys uh, a couple of times. Although yeah. he, you know, he's, he he just fought uh, you know Colby Us, uh, Edwards again, but the Edwards fight wasn't a title fight. Um, f- for for you though, you have no interest right now in the Connor fight, and do you believe that that's the only reason why that they are quote unquote icing you? They just are trying to. They're trying to. They're trying to sign me in my contract. Nah, I failed to mention that. <clears throat> they're they're trying to sign me in my contract. To fucking sign for a fight against whoever I want, which I don't know want nobody. That's what I'm saying. I want to get out of here. I want to go box and play people and show people what's up with some real boxing. I want to get out of here. I want to go do some jujitsu, show people some real jujitsu. I don't need to be out of contract for that, but I would like to be free to throw my own huge shows and be like, well, well this house is going to be done now. You know, I don't want to be like just jumping in as a UFC. I'm like, I already got UFC stamped across my forehead. I've been there for longer than anybody. Mm. And the lack of them telling people that I'm the best fighter that's been there, they're tripping. Like, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I'm good. They're going to start fucking dissing me after this, so why not go all the way in? You know what I'm saying? They, they've been dissing me the whole time. And every time I be nice, it don't work out for me. So can I please, UC, can I please have my last fight and be on my way? Give me anybody I want to fight next month, July, uh, August, <laughs> at the latest, and I want to be on my way. You know, you'd fight on the pay per view July thirtieth. You'd, f- you'd fight July thirtieth, August twentieth. You'd fight on all these shows. You're ready to go. I'll fight tonight. I'll fight tonight. That's how badly you want out. Yeah, well, I've been doing all the training for nothing. I mean, for me, obviously, I'm going to train regardless. But you know, I would. I've been training to fight for a cool minute. What what about Dustin Poirier? Fight that's been talked about for years. You're supposed to fight at Madison Square Garden. It seems hey, like... somebody come over here and talk to these boys. Chris, come talk to these boys. I'm going to go take a piss real quick. Don't leave. Okay, all right. I'm still here. We're live. Right. We're live right now. Talk You're... to Chris. Chris is going to talk to you for a minute. Let's all right. Talk to him. Don't uh, let him hang up. I hey, Listen, I ain't hanging up. This is great. What's up, Chris? Hey, How are you doing? My good Good-day, friend, Chris Avila. How are you? Last time I saw you was in uh, December in Tampa. Nice yep. win for yeah, you. Yeah. When are we gonna see you back in there? Uh, I was supposed to. I was supposed to be fighting August six, but the the Jake Paul card. But then uh, some shit fell through, and then uh, last minute uh, cha- change of opponents, and then uh, those it got scratched. So oh, uh, I'm staying ready. Yeah, I'm gonna be fighting for someone some tight uh, soon. I'm just training with all the guys and shit. Just. Uh, Stand in shape and ready to go. Are you a boxer now, full time? Uh, no, nah, I'm still doing both. I'm still down to uh, make my way back into the UFC or something. Uh, oh. But for right now, I'll do some boxing fights. Okay. Yeah. Uh, who are they talking about you fighting on that August sixth card? Well, before they moved it to New York, it was supposed to be in Houston, and uh, I was. They were lining me up to fight with a. Uh, Ocho Cinco in the box in the boxing fight. Oh wow! <laughs> the, the football. Player. Yes. Yeah, I know. And then uh, they moved the fight to New York, and then it, uh, just kind of got scratched because of some 
it's just some some licensing issues and all kinds of stuff that they were putting together at the end. So, okay. Uh, they they had it. They had another guy lined up for me for the New York card, and then that that didn't even go through. So, yep. All right. Here, staying ready. All right. Stay ready, so you don't have to get ready. Uh, Nathan back, or I saw him walking in there, or he still needs a minute. <sighs> Yeah, he's using a Russian. Okay. <laughs> this is amazing. What do you? I saw you, I saw you boxing. What do you think? What do you, you think? What do you think of my moves? I think you got some potential. I appreciate that. Do I have an invitation to come train with the team? Always. Wow. Yep. That's huge, well, man. I think I can maybe uh, you know knock some fools' heads off, but I'm not, you know I'm I'm better on this side of the fence, so to speak. How do you feel about the way they're treating you? Oh, there he is. What's up? <laughs> I mean, a lot of people, uh, Nathan, talking about our boxing session there. A lot of people impressed. A lot of offers. A lot of talk. A lot of chatter. Tell them about the right hand. You got heat, dog. I was, I was telling them, <laughs> I was telling them that uh, uh, Ariel came at me. He wanted to show me what was happening. That's right. <laughs> woo woo. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. A lot of people didn't know. Uh, by the way, this is tremendous stuff. I appreciate you doing this. You're on fire right now. This is uh, maybe your best your best one yet. So I appreciate the passion and the honesty and the transparency. What's up, Chris? Thank you. Appreciate you stepping in there for the uh, the piss break. You're I'm the man. Right. <laughs> got the Chris. What, can I ask again about Dustin Poirier? What about him? Because it felt like maybe the stars were aligning here where Dustin could be the last fight or maybe the first fight on the New Deal. What's up with that one? You guys were supposed to fight at MSG uh, back in the day and he's ready to go. Yeah, uh, well, whoever wants to fight is fine with me. I like people who who uh, who are uh, trying to get the fight at least, you know? Mm-hmm. That, that's cool. I thought Kevin Holland was trying to fight too, but I'm like, hey, you guys want the fight? Make the fight happen. They ain't listening to me. I'll fight all you people, every single one of you. <laughs> you have no oh, preference. You're, 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 anyone who's ready, you're... Haven't I asked for everybody already? Yeah, Anybody yeah. who was... I asked for all the best guys. You know, give me, give me the last place guy. Then we might as well make some somebody out of out of somebody who ain't nobody yet because they want me to. They're trying to have me fucking make people out of fucking all these. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I like all the new guys too, making name for themselves, hustling hard because it's hard to get your name out there because they ain't gonna help you. You gotta help yourself straight up. So and and you feel me, right? I feel you. I feel you for real. I feel you. But I'm I'm curious. Did they did they extend your deal? Because like, is there a term on this? And maybe this is a question for for Zach, your manager. I don't know the rules. I don't know the rules. Like, how long can do? they sit you for? I don't know what I'm gonna do though. I'm gonna go sit in a courtroom with you fuckers. I don't fucking do that. Let's fucking find get me the hell out of here. I don't want to be complaining about no. Oh, uh, what am I gonna do? Go back and cry about uh, contract. I don't, I don't play all that contract bullshit with you, but they do. But I know. Fair game. Like, I ain't fight. Can I get my eighth, tenth fight? I think I'm on ten fights now because when I made them double up and double up and double up, they made me out of fight a couple times. And I'm like, shouldn't have done nothing. Um, yesterday on my show, I had Jake Paul on, and he said that he has made an offer to the UFC that he would be your last fight. He would fight for free as long as they up the minimum pay to 50K. Did you hear this? And do you believe that he's being sincere when he says this? Yeah, I'm not fighting. He can't really fight. Come on, we're going to play boxing, dog. <laughs> really fight me? Come on. I'm not I'm not even a dissing. I'm sure he wrestled too, so he could probably fight, fight pretty good. But 
got to do some work. So you don't think there's a chance nah, that happens? Man. No, for sure not. But shit, get me out of my contract. Let's do this. <laughs> So can I go back to that question? Because you, you in the past, haven't really responded to him. You, you've never really crossed paths. I know you were in uh, Tampa, but the, you were there for Chris. You tweeted that, that thing. Hey, Big Mike, shut up. Look at my, my guy, Big Mike. Yeah, what's what? up, Big Mike? What's up, guys? What's happening? What's happening? Um, good to talk to you. Good to see you. Uh, but, you know, you, you tweeted that video of him knocking out Woodley. And so that, to me, felt like you saying you wanted to go out and box him when, when we were kind of trying to figure out who he'd fight. So... Can you be clear about this? Are you interested in a potential boxing match with Jake Paul? I'm interested in everything. I'm at, I'm interested in activity. If I can't, if I get out and he's gonna be the first guy to step up and, and let's fight, then I'm fighting him. If, uh, one of these one of the best. I want to fight one of the best boxers or some shit like that. Even kickboxing. I don't even know who kickboxing nowadays. Probably not kickboxing. They could kickbox in my show though. <laughs> they should get. Yeah, I'll fight everybody. I'm gonna fight everyone that you could think of. Anybody who wants to fight, I'm gonna fight. That's that's worth fighting. You know, that's actually fucking talking some shit like Jake Paul's ass. I'll fight a motherfucker like that. Somebody who believes they'll whoop your ass. If someone, everyone, for some reason, people believe he'll whip my ass. Not for some reason, because he's fucking doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? And he's over here popping up about I whip everybody's ass. I'm like, that's what I've been said. In the past, I'm like, you think you're going to whip everybody's ass? You ain't whipping my motherfucking ass. Nobody is. Nobody. And we're going to have to show everybody. <laughs> so, anybody. Are, are you surprised he's fighting a pro boxer, Haseem Rahman Jr.? There's no pro boxers with Wayne. Who's, who's the best pro boxer right now at 168? Not Canelo or at 54. Uh, well. He only wants to fight too, though. That's different. I don't know him, but I do got. I did. I did Canelo. Canelo's shit. But if I get out of this contract and he wants to fight, if if he wants to box and if fucking Triple G wants to box and all these motherfuckers want to box, I've been in boxing gym my whole career. As much as I've been fighting, every fight I've trained for. Every fight I've trained for, I train for it like a boxing match. Only I wrestle in jiu-jitsu after or earlier in the day. And kickbox. But check out. I got an example for you, right? Okay. Be patient because I fucking talk like shit. No, no, it's but, great. Uh, fucking Lucas is here. Lucas, come over here. Look at What's Lucas up, Lucas? Here. What's happening, What's Lucas? My guy right here, Luke Warner. Oh, yeah, there damn, we Lucas. Yeah. Hey, we're going on a seminar tour, too. Me and my guy got fucking You need a little beats. thing of me right there. I got yeah, one. When, whenever you're, you're ready for it, send it over. When you do. Tell Giuseppe to design it. We got this. <laughs> send it over. <laughs> yeah, for real. We'll put it right here, Lucas. I know, I know. We're going to get a whole army of like, you guys. A little guy. Who's on there? Uh, Rory McDonald, Rory Black Beast. Rory McDonald. So, hey, shout out to uh, Rory McDonald still in there doing it too. I just That's saw right. him fighting. Yep. So you wanted to say something? Canadian. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. What was I saying? Oh, you're bringing Lucas. You're bringing Lucas, and you said, uh, you said, uh, let me break it down to you like this, and then you didn't finish your. You forgot. Well, like, okay, okay, boxing. We're talking boxing. Yeah, we're talking boxing. <laughs> Uh, uh, you want to uh, box. This is. Uh, I feel like this is in your heart now. This is your passion. You want to try something. You want to prove to everyone 
that you can box, you can be successful, not just a one-off, a side I told show. Max Holloway, going, I'm the best boxer in the UFC. I'm like, hey, I love Max Holloway. He, he's great too, but no one in the UFC can fuck with me in a boxing match. And I'm not trying to boxing match nobody. I'm just saying. But who, who's a good boxer in the UFC? Me. <laughs> <laughs> Mike is here. Mike is here too? I got a whole gang here. Can I move this? This sure, I, I would just turn it around. They all just got that train. That after the after we train, we come right down. We jump in the pool. Look at oh, look at that! Wow, I didn't realize we had a whole uh, a whole crew here. No. What's up, guys? How are you, go. Chris? Oh. Yes. Oh wow, this is oh. quite the crew. Oh, no, I didn't realize we had an audience. Yeah. Now after we train, after I train, we after we train in the morning, we come over here. We all jump in the pool. It's summer. It's hot here. You know how hot it is? It's like a hundred. It's like a hundred degrees. Yeah, it's crazy. But is it, it is it wild to go train like you're training, but you have you have no fight, you have no nothing, you haven't fought in thirteen months. I can't imagine how frustrating that must be. You have no finish line. You have no goal. You have no end date. Right? Doesn't that drive you nuts? No, I got goals. <laughs> well, I realize that, but you can't achieve those goals or accomplish them until you are. Done with Don't the deal. Play me down like that. No, you know what I mean, right? Yeah. What are they talking about boxing? Okay, here's the example. What okay. are they talking about? Uh, okay, so I was in camp with Andre Ward one time, right? Yeah. And he was fighting somebody I can't remember. But I was in there three month camp. I was in there for like a month and a half, two months deep, going in three days a week. And uh, that's a level up too. When you're boxing, you, you always find a new guy who's somebody. Somebody and then all of a sudden it goes like, who's he? He's gonna be nobody. Nobody. Oh, Andre Ward called. You go to Andre Ward's. It's like next level, right? So I've been in the camp with this motherfucker and all these fucking guys for like two months, and uh, and uh, just going to war every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, right at noon. And uh, now I'm in shape and in rhythm, and it's been a while. And then on the same day. The same day I was sparring, uh, or the next day, one day I was sparring Ward on Monday, and then Gilbert and Jake hit me up, and they were like, uh, and they were like, "Hey, we're we're we're, we're sparring at one. Uh, pull up tomorrow to be good." I was like, "All right, cool, I'm coming." So I I trained Monday with Ward, and I went uh, Tuesday to Gilbert's, and. Uh, Everybody's kickboxing. They're like, we're kickboxing. I'm like, all right, cool. So I brought all my shit and all that. Man, are they? And I'm all cocky, full of myself, ready to go, right? And like, these motherfuckers want to box with me, kickbox with me right now. I'm fucking, cause I was getting really good training uh, at the time for boxing. Ward is the go, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'm like, are these guys sure they want to kickbox with me? I'm just thinking that in my, in my head. I didn't say nothing. I'm just like, all right. And so I go over there. And uh, I spar with uh, everybody's training, kickboxing, and their switch partners. And I and I lined up with Jake, probably first or second round. And uh, I like, man, I don't know, if Jake should be doing this in my head. I'm like, I'm about to, I'm about to do my thing, all right. And uh, start 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 uh, boxing with him, and I try to crack him, and this dude kicks me in the leg. And then when he kicks me in the leg. When he kicked me in the leg, I'm like, motherfucker. So I went in to crack him, and he, and he uh, takes me down. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit. So, like, I, I was so in boxing mode. All of a sudden, 
and he's kicking me and taking me down, and I get back to my feet. I'm with Sam Ball. I'm gonna get his ass now, right? And this fool fakes a kick and he hits me with like three punches. Ding, ding. Jake's not known for his boxing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Jake's Jake's uh, Jake will take take everyone down, tap him out, mm-hmm. and he uh, drops the set on me, shoots on me. I kind of sprawl. He gets up, hits me three times, kicks me in the leg, takes me down again, just fucks me up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you can't box if you're if you're getting kicked in the leg and you're gonna take down, you're gonna arm bar and shit. So. Just a little example for no. you as far as the, the critics are concerned on in the end the arts. And I, I feel like I, like I said, I feel like I'm a martial artist of all arts. I try to master them all and I try to put them together and I go out there and fight the best and best and no one can ever do shit to me. And uh it's been a long time longer than anybody, no credit from the UFC, that's for sure. Deep value from day one. But I feel like I've been hot from the beginning. I stay hot because I stay true to the arts. I keep it going through the whole time. And not to mention I'm a traveling and I race all day and I got better cardio than everybody. And uh, I'm trying to get my fight done. I'm trying to get out of here. I want to get it done now with a little push from the people who would be nice. Give me my fight with anyone. I'll fight next month and I want to go. And uh, I might just I might just resign after that. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? But, but I need out to know what I want to do. When's the last time your team has talked to the UFC? When have they expressed this? Like, how recent are the talks to try to get this done for you to get your last fight? They, don't, they, they ignore. They ignore my request to get it done, oh. and then they then they come back with more money. Wow! I don't want no more money. I don't want. I don't want all the money. Can you tell us, you know ballpark? Like, what are they offering you? <laughs> more than everybody. Try to find out what the best guy gets paid, and then I get paid. More than that, for sure. And so I, I bet there's. And some- I've been, you know, and I've been before the resign, and I was before they signed. You know how much money I got for me on Edwards? Tell us. Way more than him. He's my time. <laughs> way more than Usman. Way more than Adesanya. All that. And they could probably try to come back and say that front and that's cap, but you know, pull up, pull out your check, check stuff. Down. <laughs> we could have a competition. Okay, so so someone at home is probably thinking like. Yo, Nate, just take the money, man. Like, you, you made it. Like, I don't want the money. Yeah, no, nah, we're here to prove arts. Anyway, well, like I was saying, mm-hmm. you can't pay an artist for his art. I got it. You can't come to an artist for his art. I don't know what he said. What did he say? No, it's good. Said like that. And I was like, I feel that, motherfucker. Yeah. But I've been feeling that before Dave Chappelle said that. And he said, oh, that's my language. Uh, you can't you can't come and say, you know what I'm saying? This shit will pay forever. I don't give a fuck about that. I wanna I wanna I wanna do more than what I've done. And I and I I, I promise that I, I, I commit to that I will do more than that. Uh, you've talked to, I think you're the perfect guy to ask this question to. You've talked about the NFT stuff, you've talked about Venom. Uh we've we've talked for a long time about fighters trying to get more I don't know to- shit about NFTs, but I'll tell you about that too. Those motherfuckers offer me the world also. And I was like, I'm not I don't know about all that. What's NFT shit? I don't What's know that? about <laughs> but I saw you tweet about it with for, for you and your brother. And I just I, w- I wonder if you also feel like you know, the fighters to a degree are not getting their share of the pie, right? The UFC fighters. There's all these big deals, they're making more money than ever. Bigger TV deals than ever. Bigger sponsorship deals hey, than ever. Twelve years ago, remember when I was in 2012, right? I was I was saying I was like, 
you know what I told myself? I was like, I was like, watch me lead by example. Mm. That's what I said to myself. I was like, watch me lead by example. Watch me go, fuck these guys. Fuck you. How about that? Here's this for your uniforms. Here's this for that. Fuck you. And uh, I like, I like, if I do that and I get fucking uh, fired, good. And if I do that and I, and I, and I get around, I need to think if I get raised. I didn't know I was going to get raised. <laughs> I'm a fuckies. But I'm like, if I do that and get fired, good. And if I do that and don't get fired, then the champ should speak up because I know they're going to, they get joked out too, bro. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but didn't these guys go to college or some shit? What do you do that for? So you can learn how to not make money, motherfucker. There's a lot of money. I feel like it's coming since there's a lot of money coming in from every. You know what I'm saying? How many people? I sent a tweet out one time, like, hella years ago, and, like, 44,000 people reposted it. I was like, damn, that many people are watching me fight? And I was like, I'm just a kid. And then I started thinking more about that, more about that, and do my research. I was like, people should start paying attention to what's really going on. You talk to fighters, they're not very bright as far as that goes on. But they're not supposed to be. And that's, that's why, though, you know, you're supposed to be a fighter and supposed to be putting the work but if you put in enough hard work and work hard enough you're going to start realizing wait a minute why doesn't everyone I know have a house you know why doesn't everybody I know taken care of and nobody's fucking you know and that was a long time ago but I'm like people should start paying attention to what's really going on here I don't give a fuck I ain't here to preach about that but what I was saying was but what I was saying was and I would lead by example, mm. but nobody followed the example. Remember when I told you I was going to change the game? Mm. I feel like it's still changed. Like all the super fights are happening now. I swear to God, these guys' uh, minds will spark off of me. The super fights and all this, like, you know, it's like, yeah, I created a bell. There's like nobody who does shit like that. And, you know, and I steal my belt. Because look at this fool. And look at what the hell is going on. This guy just exposed himself off of that. Are you talking about the thing with Colby? I don't know. Whatever, whatever. I wasn't even trying to bring that up, but... But don't you feel... I mean, let's be honest. Don't you... you, That was a great moment in the game. Remember when I made him apologize? Who's that? It has to be for steroids, but I don't do steroids. (laughs) (laughs) You remember? Yes. I don't do that. What happened there? You want to talk about that? Nah, I want to go. But but what about when that you made that belt in the cage, and then they, I felt like they made it into a corporate belt. You know, like they had a press conference. This hundred percent. It's no one called him on the shit. That belt, yeah. It's like that belt still, like you know. You think you're still the that, BMF champ? Think. Who do you think is? <laughs> Come on. Uh, okay, so so look. Hey, you know, you know. <laughs> you know. When you've got that massive historic PFL versus Bellator card, it is a big one. It's a pay-per-view. It's PFL champs versus Bellator champs and PFL stars versus Bellator stars. Historical night. First time in MMA history that a place like this is hosting Saudi Arabia, a big MMA card. It's, in fact, the first major MMA event to take place in Saudi Arabia and the first cross-promotional event between both PFL and Bellator with former champions and current champions colliding in one epic night. The headliner, like I said earlier, is Henan La Problema Fejera going up against Ryan Bader. 
They go toe-to-toe in a fight that I think will determine who Francis Ngannou will fight in his PFL debut. That's the plan. And I wouldn't be surprised if they announce that. That seems to be the direction. So stay tuned. Also, as we said earlier, Johnny Evelyn against Impa Kasangane. They did save Patricia Pitbull. He's going to remain on the card. Aaron Pico as well. Clarissa Shields on the card. Yoel Romero. Um, Tiago Santos. Whole bunch of big names. It's all going down this Saturday, February 24th, live on ESPN Plus Pay-Per-View and DAZN. That's ESPN Plus Pay-Per-View or DAZN. So at, at this point, like, how do you proceed? What happens? It's crazy. I do an interview with you today, and we send a message. I'm fighting next month with anybody. So if these fools don't step up and get to fight themselves, that's their problem. Quit talking shit, you know? It's time. I'm here to fight. Hey, come over here. We're going to take a team pick with Ariel. Well, yes, yes. Let's come take on. a team pick. This is great. I want to ask you one more thing, if I can. Are you done with me? Yeah. Is that it? No, we're still talking, but let's get a team pick. Yeah, let's get a team pick. How can I be in it, though? Where? How should I pose? You're going to shoot it. Oh, okay. I'm going to shoot. Okay, yeah. So Are I you could... got a screenshot on that bitch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll screenshot it. I could be in it, My too. My guy, Elijah's here. My guy, Nick McDermott. Who's, who's coming up? Oh, so, Nick McD. What's up, guys? Oh, there's Elijah. Elijah's the man. Camera. Elijah's the man. We <laughs> saw him gang, in Vegas. Gang right here. Respect to Elijah. Where's Nick? Yo, Nick McGee, rocking the Austin 316. Respect. was women before Elijah was born. (laughs) I mean, Elijah started showing up when Dermot couldn't. (laughs) He's a legend. OG. Hold on, we got Max. We got Lit like Luke. Oh, look, Max in the house. What's up, Nick? How are you? Hey, check out Romulo. Oh yes. We, we met I met him in Vegas, right? He was there in Vegas. What's up, man? I hear you're yes, this guy is not to be messed with. Thank you so much. Thank you, Argentina. Yes, gracias, gracias. Big Mike in the house, Chris. Mikey, Mikey Rosie right here. This is the city council. Oh yeah. He trains with you, right? What's happening, sir? Come about what we got going in Lodi, Mike. You gotta drink some Lodi wine, some of the best wine in the country, right here. Wow. Okay. Afterwards, we'll go to the bar. I appreciate it. I bought. Uh, Wait, uh, Elijah's getting cut off there. Elijah, move over a little bit. I want because we're going full screen here. We got a great shot of you guys. I don't know if you can see. Oh yeah, there's another dude. Oh yeah, yeah. You got to come in. You got to come in. Yeah, Nick, you framed that up real nice. Look at this squad. I mean, that is a squad. Ain't no one messing with this squad. You remember hit him up? Okay, sorry, sorry. Machiavelli the Don. Kaluminati. Oh, what? The dog's coming in? The actual dog? Yeah, Machiavelli. Oh, oh, wow. I didn't even think he was there. Machiavelli's a legend. How old is Machiavelli at this point? He's been there for the whole ride. Oh, wow. This is incredible. This is one of the greatest moments in the history of the show. Wait, how many dogs do you have? How many dogs do you have? Oh, this is great. This is great. <laughs> this is amazing. Only on this program do you get this type of access into the life of Nathan Diaz. Oh, yeah. What's up? 
Look at that guy. Yeah. Wow. What a gangster. Hey, what's up, bro? How old is he? He's six now. Seven. Oh, he's six? Wait, that's Machiavelli? Yeah, he's seven. That's Machiavelli. The dawn. Look at him. Yeah. Wow. Look at this guy. That guy is the man. Yeah, he is the man. He made a couple of gang fights, but he cooled up. Down down the street, bit his face. I was pissed. Wow. Look at that tongue. Holy there were German Shepherd, two big ones. Wow. Well, this is it. This is the squad right here. Stop messing with him. Free Nate Diaz. Hashtag. Should we start a hashtag? Hashtag. Yeah, start, start that shit. I got a song too. Wait, is it? You tweet it right now. Tweet out hashtag. Are we going with Nate or Nathan? Gang gang. Okay. Free gang gang. I feel like we need to make it more. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, let's get this started. Free well, Nate. We gotta get a better hashtag. Hashtag free Diaz. Hashtag free. Let me go. <laughs> Enough is enough. Are you, are you snapping pictures so we can post it? Yeah, we're snapping. I mean, we're snapping. Up Send it to me when you guys get it. Okay. All right. This is it. Send it to me. Three, two, one. All right. We nailed it. New York Rick, you snapped that. Wait, go full screen on this right here. Go full screen. Yeah, there it is. There's the shot. There's the money shot. Everyone's in. All right. Three, two, one. Free Nate Diaz. Everyone say free Nate Diaz. Free Nate Diaz. No. Free oh, no. <laughs> Only Mac gonna say it. <laughs> I'm like, you got to go, bro. I'm sorry about this. Hey, Mac, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the hell out of here. You know what I'm saying? I'll talk to Mac that way. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was good all shit. Right, all right, Ariel. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it. I'm going to get going. Okay, wait. I wanted to ask you. Prime of your life, prime of your career, you haven't fought in a year. Do you, do, you, do you feel like precious time is ticking by? Are you annoyed? Can, can you just give us some insight into your, you seem to be in great spirits right now, but you'll never get these years back. Are you comfortable with the fact that it's being taken away from you, that you're being sidelined, that you're being iced? I'm going to be good regardless. It don't matter. And, and uh, uh, I got love for the UFC and I just was bad. And I've been on a huge platform because of the UFC. And the best fighters in the world are in the UFC and forever will be. Straight up. Until I take them all over somewhere else. Just playing. Uh, but the, but <laughs> That's why the UFC won't let me go, though. But but the UFC is where the best fighters are at. And all my examples I was trying to make about the boxing and the kicking and the Andre Ward fucking sparring with the fucking just beating me up. All that shit is like, it don't matter how good you think you can box, you can't really fight. So I don't act like you can fight if you box or you grapple or something like that. But you can really box and that's fucking great and you can really grapple and that's great also. And I want to go prove that I could I could take over at a top spot in any of these sports just like just like um just like nobody, motherfucker, like me, like I'm gonna do. So that's my plan, and uh, it's all good. I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings today. I don't want to fucking do anybody wrong, but that's how I feel. And and if you have a fight next month, Nathan, can you go? Like, will you be free right after, or is there going to be another like three month period? And then you're gonna, you know, how soon after can you I don't go? No, but I'll feel good. Yeah, I feel like that's what I need to do. Fight. I need to fight in December. Yeah. Last December right. and last January, and last March, and it and what and on and on. And please, please, may I please have a fight next month? I want to get my objective complete, like I've been 
It's been hurting for years. That's my message. That's why uh, I'm glad you called and we'll do this interview. And I appreciate it. Okay. And there's nothing they can do to change your mind at this point. You have made up your mind. You want to be free. You want your last fight. You'll fight and anyone. out. Hey, maybe maybe things all change and I'm tripping after I'm out. But my objective has been to get out because the second I signed that contract was the second I fucking I fucking in my mind I'm like I'm I don't like I'm a, a what do you call it? I'm a fucking uh, prisoner of war hmm. fighting for my freedom, baby. Can I get it going, please? Okay. Is is there anything you know? It's very rare that we get to speak to you like this. Is there anything else that you want to say? Get off your chest before we call it a day. Yeah, what is uh, uh, prime, 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 prime aerial, prime aerial uh, interviews uh, that changed your game? I want to know that. I was thinking about that earlier. Oh yeah, like the interviews that changed my career? Yeah, like maybe one, two, three steps. Like first this and that and that. Yeah, uh, a big one for me early on was when uh, I was in Abu Dhabi, UFC 112, Anderson Silva, Damian Maya. Remember that was a weird fight. And I interviewed Dana after that one. And that one did over a million in 24 hours. And that was and when- mad at, uh, He's mad at yes. um, uh, Anderson. Anderson, yeah. that was a huge one. Um, and so that changed the game a little bit for you? A little bit, yeah. There was one with Chael that people still bring up. Uh, you even referenced it, actually, at the beginning of this interview, the one when we're sitting in the hotel yeah, room. I like, that. I like that, you, that you did it, too. Of course. It's yeah, a legendary. We always watch that, that clip and go, uh, it's good to be seen. Yes. Because you remember, at that point, he was gone for a year. He had tested positive, all that. So he was gone for a year, and that was his first interview back so it, was, so it was good to be seen it was good to be seen quite literally Shout out to Joe Sonnen. That's the, man. the man the man honestly the one with you in 2016 was a huge one right after the first connor fight connor's first interview on this show in 2013 was a really big one you know i know you guys aren't on the same page right now but he's given me a lot of uh you know great yeah, interviews cool not good. yeah it's a good thing he did that for for the whole sport or and the sport did that for him as well yeah, we did a walk and talk. I did a walk and talk with Rampage in Japan. That was super cool. That was cool. Yeah, that was cool. another one with Eddie Alvarez in Philly, like in the hood in Philly. And I just hang out with Rampage. Where? Uh, in at the fight last week. Oh, he was there. Oh yeah, he's fucking cool as hell too. Yeah, he was out there. Man, he they didn't show him. I don't know if he was a fight or not, but we hung out. No, nah, I don't think he was the fight, but we were hanging out out there. It was good to see him too. He's a G. I love the. That's the thing. That's my biggest issue. Well. Actually, one of my issues. We don't we don't remember and respect the legends like Rampage, those guys from ten years ago that made the sport into what it is. They don't they should all be front row. I was talking to him about that. I was like, dude, people forget. And I know because people don't know what's going on anyway. So my dude, you don't act like you know slam a card around on his on yes. shit and knock him down and then do all kind of cool stuff and then hand the chain. Got the uh, game changers is like and Chuck I know we're hanging out with him. That's cool too. Legends. It's there should be there should be an independent hey, hall of fame. A hundred percent different different breed. Like independent hall of fame now. Like, come on, you got. Uh, I just I just talked to BJ Penn earlier. Shout out to BJ Penn and let's all vote for BJ Penn to be uh governor. Governor, uh, yeah, governor of Hawaii. He's got some, he's got, yeah, let's all donate to my guy BJ Penn right now. He's doing a, doing a fundraiser right now, too, or some shit like that. But anyways, okay. it don't matter. I'm with, I'm with BJ Penn forever. Right. That, that guy. 
And, and by the way, what about open scoring? How do you feel about open scoring? What's open scoring? Uh, if they tell you in, in the fight, they tell you the scores. I feel like the fighters need to know the scores because at the very least, you guys should know where you yeah, stand. Probably better, than, probably better than not, though. Uh, I mean, at least somebody would not. But as long as it was legit, not like, you know what I'm saying? Well, you like, get a lot of guys who get screwed. Nah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You would like it? It don't matter, though. Yeah, it don't matter, though. Just don't really lose, and you won't really lose. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, but for sure, open scoring. At least so you knew what was going on. So we can we so can put you on the like list. Like in a football game or a basketball game, you know you're down by seven when there's like yes. one quarter left. You should know those things. It should be official. Yeah. Yeah, tennis, golf. You know where you stand in every other sport. You know where I you stand. More entertaining because of that. I have to knock this guy out right now. Otherwise, I lose. I'm down two zero. Yes. Yeah. Imagine you knew where you for stood sure. going into the fifth round against Connor in the second fight. In the, fight. in the in the second Connor fight, if you knew what the score was going into the fifth, you should you should know that. There's Who so much. I was so fucked up in that fight. I can. It didn't even matter. We just need to get the fight down with. Right. I tweaked my ribs out so bad in that fight. I was like ready to just get to the end. I did that fucked up. He thought he did something. Good talk, Ariel. I can talk shit all day, so oh, I gotta go. Great. I mean, we got we got nothing to do, but I'm gonna let you go. Can I ask you one last thing? What's your favorite? Yeah. What's your favorite interview and what's your favorite fight? Favorite interview of someone else or me? No, you, you, your own, of your career. I hate my interviews. No, this was this was an all timer. Um, which one? Bye bye over Nah, nah. Oh, Cowboys running was a no, I like when I was walking with my girl outside the uh, the club, and I was walking up, and then they snapped a, a, a picture of me, but it was Andrew Capuchetti doing a video, and he was like, "I was like, nah, bro, I'm about to charge you for that one." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know that one. Also, I thought you were going to say Michael, the Michael Johnson one. After that was, I mean, that was tremendous. Or the other one about being a ninja. Oh, are you talking about after fight? Yeah, after yeah, fight. any interview. I mean, that's yeah, iconic. you know where I got all that stuff and learning that. Remember, I like changed the game. I learned all that from Nick. Mm-hmm. Nick, remember when Nick fought uh, BJ Penn? Where are you at, George? Oh, Where you at, motherfucker? That was the best. Yeah, how do you not? Oh, that's how you get a fight with somebody, right? Mm. And then what happened with the Johnson? And then what happened with the BMF? Come on. Yep. I'll take the belt, but Nick's the baddest motherfucker. Come on, don't play with me. <laughs> Tell him I say hi. I will. I will. All right. I hope he's doing well. Yeah. You think he'll say hi back? (laughs) Yeah. Nate, you're one of a kind, my man. Thank you so much for this. We appreciate it. We don't take it for granted. And uh, we hope you get what you want. We hope you get your freedom. First, you get your fight. You finish out your contract. And then you go out. You spread your wings, boxing, jujitsu, whatever. We just want to see you happy and uh, see you doing your thing, wherever it may be. And thanks for calling. Uh, uh, next time, let's get you out here, and we'll do the interview right here. Yeah, live well, in the flat. I want to do a little boxing. You know what I'm saying? You would do a little slip and dip. You know, a little power. Well, I'm injured right now to be boxing you. Okay, okay. <laughs> sorry, my bad, my bad, my Come bad. On, no problem. My bad. Much love, much All love. Right, there he is. You're the yeah. man, Nate. You're the man. All right, talk to you soon. Have a good one. Yes, thank you to the whole squad, uh, Elijah, Nick McD, Zach. I mean, just all time stuff right there.
There is only one Nathan Diaz, and uh, we have heard him loud and clear. He wants to be free. He wants his last fight. There are offers on the table, most amount of money he's ever been offered. And I can understand, as I asked him, you might say, hey, take the money and run. This is a crazy game. It's a crazy sport. Take the money and run. You win. No one gets to get their biggest deals ever at this point in their career with all those fights, with all those years under their belt. But he said, it's not about the money. And I know about some of the offers. You'd be shocked. But I respect the fact that he wants what he wants. He uh, has conviction. His heart wants to leave. He wants to be free. Dare I say he wants to be independent, Nathan. He wants to be independent, Nathan. And everyone should be allowed to be independent. Everyone should be allowed at some point to walk away. You look at the sport of basketball. You look at the sport of baseball. Freddie Freeman walked away. Kevin Durant walked away. Uh, Joe Montana at one point walked away. Everyone at some point, you finish out your deal. There's a term. You're able to test the waters and walk away. Should be the same for any fighter on the planet. There should be a term. And you should be able to walk away. And we heard it here. Hamzat, anyone. Dustin, he said Luke. He talked about this guy. Seems like he's down to fight anyone. So what am I missing? I don't know. But I could tell you this. I've been covering this sport professionally since 2006. I've been watching it for a very long time prior to that. I don't recall a situation like this ever. It's very clear they want him to stick around to at least get that Connor fight. And we all would love to see that Connor fight. We wanted to see it since August of 2016, the third one, right? Doesn't look like it's going to happen anytime soon. Feels like there's opportunities. Let my Nathan Diaz go, as they once said in Egypt back in the day. A crazy, crazy story that I don't know if I've ever seen anything even remotely close to this. Fascinating stuff, a fascinating story to follow. And by the way, if you're in uh, Utah right now, August 20th, put him on that card. If you're in uh, wherever the hell the September 10th card is going to be, put him on that, put him on ESPN, put him somewhere. But you know how it is. If the last fight is truly the last fight, they're going to try to do a Hamza thing. And now it seems like he's not available, according to what he said. If he's going to resign, maybe they'll give him someone else. It's a crazy game, my friends. It's a crazy game, but uh, a real treat to get a window into what is going on, into one of the biggest stories in the sport. I hope you have appreciated it. I hope you uh, enjoyed it as much as I did, appreciate it as much as I do. Uh, We don't take these moments, these days, these interviews for granted. Uh, This is why you want to come back and do a show like this live, unfiltered. We can speak to all of you, get the message out, and uh, cut through all the BS. So that was tremendous stuff. Up there with the 2016 and 17 interviews, in my opinion. uh, And uh, I can't wait to see what happens here. And I like the fact, by the way, that he said, hey, no hard feelings. Just let me, like, if if you actually listen to what he said, for the most part, nothing negative about the brass, nothing negative about Dana White or Hunter Campbell. The guy just wants to be free. And you got to respect that. I don't know why my voice is going so high there, but you got to respect that. Respect the fact that he just wants to be free. Um, So I'd love to see him fight July 30th, August 20th, September. And I'm sure there's some sort of period afterwards. But let's see what 
Nate Diaz, Nathan Diaz on the free agent market can do. Let's see what independent Nathan can do. I'd love to see it be a fascinating story. And by the way, for the haters, he even kept the door open for a return at some point in the future as well. Sometimes you need a little, you know, if you're eating chicken all day, you need a little meat. You come back, you eat the meat, you go back to the chicken. That's just the way life works in all facets of life. Now, I want to let you know, even though this is a Tuesday edition of the program, special Choo Choo Tuesday edition of the program, Nathan Diaz, these don't come around often. This is like Haley's Comet. We're still back here tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern time, Mondays and Wednesdays, 1 p.m. Eastern time on this channel, our our YouTube channel with our brand spanking new chat. I hope you've all enjoyed it. And we've got a great show tomorrow. I could even tell you who's on tomorrow's show. Uh, we've got Jan Bohovic on tomorrow's show to talk about the whole situation at 2.05. We've got Alex Pejeda. You may have heard of him. He's on the program to talk about a potential and eventual title fight against one Israel Adesanya. We've got Sean Brady on the program, who we just found out is going to fight Bilal Muhammad. Uh, in the next couple of months, and Macy Barber, who had a big win uh, back at 276. She'll be on the show as well. We'll answer your questions. I'm sure a lot of questions about this interview. We'll look at the weekend to come. Big one on Long Island. Yair Rodriguez was on the show. And thank you to everyone who checked out the Andrew Schultz interview yesterday. A lot of great comments, a lot of great feedback uh, from from the fans and, and, and people who said that they didn't know maybe a lot about him. Uh, a lot of people seem to have enjoyed that one. And uh, they said on a, on a, on a scale one to Gringo Poppy, they said it was actually like above that. Like, I don't even know how that's even possible, but they said it was actually above that. So, I mean, your words, not mine. I appreciate it very much. It's been quite the day, my friends. Started it off at Madison Square Garden. If you would have told me uh, back March 11th, 1995, when I begged my parents to take me to a Knicks game, if you would have told me that I'd be hosting a press conference at the world's most famous arena next to former heavyweight champion Hasim Rahman, and all the luminaries, I would have called you an absolute liar. Then I probably would have fainted and uh, started counting down the days till 2022, as far as that may have been. And uh, just surreal stuff. And then to come here and do a special edition of the show and more stuff to come. Uh, a very, 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 very exciting time. And uh, I'm very grateful for it all and appreciative. Great way to start my 40s, dare I say. Uh, we're out of time. We shall say goodbye. Chris, you can hit my music. Want to thank the whole team back there. We've had to switch things up with the team back there, but everyone has been fantastic. People doing jobs that they're not used to doing. People, you know, picking up the slack. People doing extra jobs. People coming in when they didn't know that they'd be coming in. Appreciate all of you. You know all of you who are back there. Uh, you guys are awesome, and, and uh, there is no show. And you heard what Andrew said about what we got going. This is why I came back here. This is why I looked at the entire freaking landscape, and I said, no, actually, this is the best place to do this show. Um, and it was great to see uh, Jim Bankoff earlier today as well. Good vibes, good feelings, good, good, good just fortune, good life, good everything. It's a beautiful time to be alive. Um, what a day. What a day, my friend. So, again, we'll be back tomorrow, same time and place. This doesn't replace a show. We still got a lot more to discuss. We still got a lot more to break down. And uh, I, I was debating whether or not to bring in the guys to talk about this, but I think we shall digest what was said today, let it marinate, soak in it, bathe in it, and then tomorrow, top of the show, we'll have a little debrief. How about that? I think that would be good. Uh, Connor, I hope you're okay with that. Uh, he is here, by the way. He said, I don't work Tuesdays. 
but I think he is here. I don't know if he wants to say hello or anything like that to the public. He is here. He's in the building. Uh, he said, you know, listen, it's not part of the deal. In any event, he is here, and uh, we appreciate him very much as well. Thank you to Zach. Thank you to Elijah Nick. And, of course, thank you to the great Nathan Diaz. I hope you have enjoyed this special edition of the MMA Hour. What a time it was. Back tomorrow. Same time and place until they say peace. I'm out of here. Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com.